Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Despite having the doctor in it, the Hooniverse is certainly a pretty grim place to be. But just how grim it truly is might have escaped your notice. That is, until now. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are nine Doctor Who episodes with disturbing implications. Nine. The flesh feels the pain of Amy's death. The Almost People. Series 6 introduced programmable matter called Flesh, which was used to create gangers, exact duplicates, including memories, of humans. This raised a major philosophical debate in the first half of the series. Should the flesh be treated as a real living thing, or is it simply a disposable tool? There are arguments on both sides, but during the two-part story, The Rebel Flesh slash The Almost People, it's made abundantly clear that we should all be on Team Flesh. This is because the entire point of these episodes is is to show that the flesh has a sentience of its own, and that it feels pain and suffering when its gangers are decommissioned, or to put it honestly, killed. Bearing this in mind then, there's quite a dark edge to the almost people's climactic TARDIS scene that a lot of people might have missed. Here, in a shock twist, it's revealed that Amy is a ganger when the Doctor melts her down into a puddle of goop. The real Amy is safe and unharmed, but hang on a second, didn't we just spend two episodes learning that the flesh has its own consciousness, that it's alive, and that it can recall the deaths of its gangers. Most viewers were so blown away by the twist that they probably didn't consider this, but everything we know about the flesh implies that it will feel the pain of Amy's death, which effectively means the Doctor is committing murder with this act. 8. The Weeping Angels Probably Escaped Blink. The finale of Blink sees the Doctor trick four weeping angels into staring directly at each other, which freezes them in place for good. Well, almost for good. These angels could actually move again if someone finds them and breaks their lines of sight. And based on certain evidence we see within the episode, that is almost certainly going to happen. About halfway through the story, protagonist Sally goes to the police to tell them about Wester Drumlins, the house where the angels are lurking. This puts her in contact with Billy Shipton, an investigator investigating disappearances at the this property. Billy then shows Sally a collection of cars, all of which were found abandoned outside West Drumlins. Billy doesn't know this, but we the viewers do. The owners of the cars have entered the house, only to be sent back in time by the angels. And this leads us to the disturbing implication of the episode. The police know about West Drumlins, and it clearly attracts a lot of members of the public, as evidenced by all the abandoned cars. As a result, it is extremely likely that a cop or a citizen will enter West Drumlins after 
after the episode ends and unwittingly break the angels out of their frozen states, setting them free to cause untold amounts of terror once again. 7. The Doctor forces countless innocent spiders to die horribly. Arachnids in the UK. Even though the classic and modern years are littered with examples of the Doctor killing people, the character supposedly doesn't like to kill. The Doctor's morals are wildly inconsistent and often quite confusing, and no better is this on display than in Series 11's Arachnids in the UK, where the Doctor's actions result in the slow, painful off-screen deaths of countless innocent arachnids. The main threat in this episode is a group of enlarged spiders, which obviously proves quite tricky to deal with. Businessman Robertson simply wants to shoot them, but the Doctor devises a far more humane solution, which isn't actually humane at all. What she decides to do is lure all the spiders into a panic room and lock them in. We don't get to see what happens to the creatures after this, but we can only assume that they died via cannibalism, suffocation, or starvation over a very long period of time. Like, hey Doc, surely it would have been far more humane to end their suffering quickly by shooting them. Just think about all that horrific spider death happening inside that panic room, and it makes you seriously question the Doctor's judgment. 6. Elton has sex with a pavement slab. Love and monsters. Probably the most infamous case of an implied disturbing moment in Doctor Who is the concluding moments of the much maligned Love and Monsters. After being gruesomely absorbed by the aptly named Absorvaloff, Ursula's situation only worsens when the Doctor saves her by merging her head with a pavement slab, forcing her to live out the rest of her days as a head on a stone. And then, just when it looks like things can't get any more strange, they do. Ursula's boyfriend Elton mentions something about their love life strongly implying that they have some sort of weird sexual relationship. Yeah, just use your imagination. 5. The Metacrisis Doctor's Swift Death Journey's End The Metacrisis Doctor was an identical copy of the 10th Doctor, only with a few key differences. He aged like a normal human, had only one heart, and could not regenerate. During the conclusion of Journey's End, this substitute Doctor was left on a parallel Earth with Rose Tyler, and as revealed in a deleted scene, a chunk of TARDIS, which, given enough time, will eventually grow into a full-sized TARDIS all on its own. This was the last time we ever saw Rose and the Metacrisis Doctor, but the fact they have a TARDIS strongly hints that they'll jet off on a series of adventures in time, protecting their universe just as the Doctor protects his. Sounds quite positive, but what happens next might be significantly more downbeat. Remember how we mentioned the Metacrisis Doctor can't regenerate? Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. If he's traveling the universe like his prime Earth counterpart, he's going to get into a few scrapes. But when he's shot by a or a Cyberman, he's not going to respawn with a new face. He'll just be dead. And let's face it, since this Doctor is much more reckless than the real one, it's bound to happen sooner rather than later. 4. The Master Hit His Wife Last of the Time Lords. Missy's redemption aside, the Master is a nasty piece of work, gleefully committing widespread death and destruction with barely a shred of remorse. But Series 3's Last of the Time Lords did something that managed to make the character even darker. It turned him into an abuser. The Master's wife, Lucy, doesn't have a whole lot to do in this episode, but we see several shots of her where she has bruises around her right eye, and she appears much more uncomfortable around the Master than she did in the previous episode. It's never explicit 
explicitly stated or shown, but the implication here is that the master has been regularly beating her, which has made her afraid of him. It's really heavy stuff for a family show, which is why it's only implied. And the master's treatment of Lucy ends up getting him killed when she decides to shoot him at the end of the episode. And, you know, can't really argue with her on that one. Three, all humans are murderers, Day of the Moon. Even though the Doctor could probably beat most villains while blindfolded, Day of the Moon saw the 11th Doctor enlist the help of the entire human race in order to fight back against an alien force known as the Silence. And his plan, well, it isn't a peaceful one, to put it mildly. Instead, it's incredibly, incredibly violent. The Doctor manipulates the 1969 moon landing video so it turns anyone watching it into a killer getting them to murder the silence on sight, with no mercy and no questions asked. Even worse, these humans don't even know that they're murderers. The silence can only be remembered while they're being observed, which means that you could see one bash in its skull, turn away, and just carry on with your day. It is a very unsettling thought, but allow me to make it even more unsettling. Given that most humans will watch the moon landing video at some point in their lives, and considering that there are pockets of silence all over the Earth, a significant portion of the human race are probably murderers. Yeesh. 2. Everyone on the colony ship probably died. The Doctor falls. The death of the 12th Doctor was an explosive one, quite literally. Attempting to defend innocent people from a Cyberman assault, he charged through the woods and blew a vast majority of the villains up, but was eventually shot by one of their laser beams, kicking off his regeneration. It's the kind of heroic and badass moment that the Doctor is famous for, but on the downside, it's strongly implied that his valiant final stand will ultimately be for nothing. After the Doctor is shot, the episode cuts to Nardo who tells a young girl that even though the Doctor destroyed most of them, the Cybermen will eventually regroup, and at some point, they'll track down the people once again. He adds that he'll think of something to stop them, but he doesn't sound the slightest bit confident when he says this, making it seem like he's just trying to be reassuring. And let's be honest, if the Doctor couldn't stop the Cybermen for good, then Nardole has no chance, and in all likelihood, everyone on the colony ship will be deleted once the Cybermen have recovered from the Doctor's explosive antics. 1. The Master Becomes Every Unborn Baby on Earth The End of Time The End of Time is a bonkers story. In no small part due to the fact that the Master's evil plot is his craziest one to date. He doesn't try something simple and bog standard, oh no. What he actually decides to do is transform every single human on the planet into a duplicate of himself. Yeah, it's uh, wacky as hell. The End of Time already has a lot on its plate, so it doesn't really delve into the global ramifications of this scheme. And because of this, it leaves an important and disturbing question unaddressed. What happened to all the pregnant women. The Master uses an immortality gate to turn all humans into exact clones of himself. This means that people change in size as well as appearance. Chunky people become slim, just like the Master, and kids morph into full-sized adults. So if the immortality gate factors in unborn babies, then pregnant women all around the world will explode a John Sim-sized man out of their bellies alien style. The much nicer alternative is that the unborn baby counts as part of the woman, and so her entire body transforms into a single master. But unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, we'll never know for sure. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.